Welcome to the Pit Crew Podcast. I'm here with David. Hello. And I'm Joey. And welcome to the first episode of the Pit Crew Podcast. Um, today, we are talking about the McLaren engine problems and just the testing results in general. Thank you so much for checking us out. If you want a great podcast like this, want to host a business call you'll need to listen to later, or want to record some audio amongst friends, be sure to check out Zencaster, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com, and put in offer code 1UP20 for 20% off. Again, that's offer code 1UP20 at Zencaster dot com. So, first up on the list is the McLaren engine problems, which they've, they've, they've had quite a bit. And it's just it's just a problem problematic situation because now they're stuck in the the contract with McLaren Honda when their engines are ripping each other, themselves apart and there's just nothing they can do about it. They can't compete because you can't compete without an engine. Yeah, they might be able to push. They'll they'll be able to push about for about for about two <laughs> seconds. I don't know. The cars are very light. <laughs> they all roll down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> the, least... yeah, so they've they've had three years to try and build this Honda engine, and they're still about twenty mile an hour slower down the straight. Not only that, they've had reliability issues the whole the whole three years. So I don't know what they're improving on it, but it sure isn't the reliability or the speed. They're just reusing the same engines and renaming them, apparently. Yeah, so, I mean, I've just went onto the BBC Sport website, and it's got engine-related failures during F1 testing. Mercedes, zero. Ferrari, one. McLaren, seven. (laughs) Seven. Yeah, and it was only, like, an eight-day test. Yeah, I know know McLaren had a... Or Red Bull had a couple. I think yeah. it was mechanic. Like it was electrical issues. They got it sorted out afterwards. But McLaren is just—they're screwed. And it's like they're not even improving the engine. It's getting worse. Like everybody was rooting on McLaren. They were like, "Oh, maybe they'll get it with the new regulations, and maybe they'll actually compete again." But McLaren or Honda's like, "Nah, they're just gonna make engines that want to rip each other apart." And it feels it. I I just feel really bad for the team. Like Van Doren, this is his first like official seat, I guess. Yeah, he had one race last year, didn't he? Yeah, he had he had one race and he scored points for McLaren. Yes, which that's a big feat, scoring points for McLaren, let alone on your first race. Yeah, but quite I I feel bad for him because he's got put in this car that doesn't work. Maybe maybe he'll make it work. I just really hope that they get this engine problem fixed because I want to see McLaren win again. Like I know I'm a Mercedes fan, and everybody's gonna hate me for being a Mercedes fan, but I I just want McLaren to win one at least at least come podium or above tenth. <laughs> I want them to get points. Yeah, I think that'd be. A nice thing for now, just to finish like tenth, basically every race, just so you know where they are. Yeah, as long as they just stay tenth, it'd be fine. As long as they show that they are improving somehow, yeah. Instead of being twenty first and twenty second the whole time, which now it's going to be like nineteenth and twentieth, because uh, 
Manor, yeah, Manor didn't have the funding this year, so they're out. And everybody was... Someone's tried to start a GoFundMe for, for uh, Manor to keep them in, but it didn't get enough money. Uh, it needed a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. And I think they got they got quite a bit. They got, like, closer to 300000 but not even not anywhere near enough to run a Formula 1 team. I think the teams have to pay... Well, it's not Bernie Eccleston anymore, but they have to pay the Formula 1 management. I believe it's $22 million before they even start the season. And that pays for all the... The actual Formula One sort of like logistics to be all the cars and equipment to be sent from place to place. Yeah, I I I, I saw that um, Ferrari was getting a, like a hundred million dollar bonus. Which, yeah, which is crazy. Which I guess it's somewhat reasonable. I mean, maybe not that amount of money, but still, it'd be somewhat reasonable. To give him a it little bit of It should be... I mean, I don't know if you're, like, know anything about the English Premier League, like football, like soccer. But yeah. the way that works is, if you win the league, you win massive amounts of money, and then it goes down and down and down to the bottom team, you know, until you get, like, a small amount. You get, like, a fiver. But with Formula One, it's got... Because Ferrari, they get, like the prestige bonus they get like the longer they've been in it for so long they get like a bonus for being in for it they get a bonus for just I don't know what the hell they get a bonus for like being red you know it's... for being red they get a bonus for showing up <laughs> which McLaren sure doesn't get that bonus no <laughs> but I mean like as you were saying with the uh, what was the team that's no longer in it anymore? I've just completely Manor. blanked. Manor. They basically were going to finish... Is it? Was there 11 teams last year? I think so. There was... Or was it 12? Now. I think it was 12. Or no, it was well, 11. They were going to finish above Sauber. And, the, and with finishing above Sauber was going to give them the bonus enough money to compete this year and then the very last race of the season the Sauber actually finished 10th or 9th I think it was and that actually made them in the standings go above Manor <laughs> and that's didn't, what screwed Manor <laughs> didn't they make Sauber go over like three different teams because they were like so low ranked that they just sort of skyrocketed uh no, I think they're still finished, just the like, second last. I thought they beat um, they beat McLaren because they got a couple points. Because I think both both cars got points that that race. Yeah, but I think McLaren overall in the season they had like quite a few tenths, ninths, sevenths. I mean, there was a couple. I think I don't. I thought they only got one point. It was from uh, Van Dorn. No, all season because Button had a few and. You know, they did, they did finish. I think fifth was the best finish of the year. I can't remember now. I don't remember but either. Anyway, back to the McLaren engine. 
I believe they signed a 10-year deal and they signed it in 2013. So that had run until the end of 2023. So for the 2024 season, they're free to go to any other manufacturer. But at the moment, with the deal they've got with Honda, Honda supply them the engine for free and they also pay them $100 million a year in sponsorship. Yeah. So if they were to get out of this contract, which people are talking about, they might be going back to Mercedes, then they would lose $100 million a year in sponsorship. And they would also have to pay $20 million for the Mercedes engine. So in essence, each year they'd be losing $120 million, which is a lot of money. Yeah. I just, it's, I feel bad, because they're stuck in this spot. They got into this rut out of, like, hype, pretty much. Like, they were so confident in Honda, which they had reason to be confident in Honda, because they were doing so well before. They were winning championships, like, drivers and constructors champions. Yeah, but I think, wasn't that in the late 80s last time they did it was, well? It was the late 80s, early 90s, I think. I know Senna raced for McLaren Honda, yeah, which was nineties. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was well. It was like the eighties, late eighties. But I think he sort of like was it ninety two? I don't know, but I don't know when they moved away from Honda to whoever they went next to, sort of thing. But I think they went to Mercedes next after that. But I mean, like, Honda, they actually had the, a full team. Oh, God. When did Button win the championship? It was that, the year or so before that. Oh, was that Toyota? No, it was Toyota, it was wasn't 2000... it? Wait, what? That was Toyota. No, he raced for Virgin. Whenever he yeah, won yeah. his championship. Yeah, no, but I'm saying before that, it was Toyota. And then Toyota pulled out. And then the did actual... It was the Braun team... Did he win with Toyota? I don't think he ever won won a championship with Toyota. Oh no 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 no! I'm just I was just I was getting me Japanese manufacturers mixed up. <laughs> but everybody everybody had confidence in Honda, and everybody had reason to have confidence in Honda from past experience. And then just Honda let them all down. Honda let McLaren down, and then McLaren got stuck in this spot. So, but. I mean, I, I just don't understand how, you know, they can, I mean, they must have spent hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Maybe even Would, more. I don't know. I just but really want The other problem, I think, is the McLaren car itself, not the paint job, just the actual physicality of the car, like all of the components... They don't look as good as the rest of the teams. It looks very basic. Yeah, like there's not enough to it. Yeah. Whereas like the Red Bull, the Mercedes, they've all got like loads of little grills and fenders and little tiny airflow bubbles and crap all over the the (laughs) pods and like 20 different things on the wings and... Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I just want to see McLaren do well again. That's all I want. 
Like, I don't care about who wins. I don't care about who loses. I just want to see McLaren win something. I'm just sad and depressed that Button's no longer in Formula 1. Yeah, hopefully he goes the route that Weber did with just, like, becoming a TV host. Which is funny because the, the two Channel 4 hosts are both from Red Bull. Coulthard and Weber. Yes, yes. Which and both... I will say, I think Button would be brilliant at that. Yeah. He's got a really charismatic sort yeah. of... And another person that I think would be good at that would be Ricardo, but Ricardo's like in his prime, so... Do you know, I actually think Vessel would be really good at it as well, because he's quite funny and jokey. But I feel like he's too... not awkward, per se, but like... I don't know. I just, I don't feel like he'd be the best fit for it, but like, I've he could give it a try. Yeah, I <laughs> think he'd be quite good. Where was it that the uh, he swerved out of the way for the seagulls? It was in it like Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I lost because of the seagulls. Oh no. <laughs> and then like Sky was uh, interviewing him or interviewing. Uh, Hamilton, and then they, they brought it brought out a TV, and they showed the seagulls. Yeah, but it's always great to see the drivers joking around with each other, and it's always really good to see team chemistry. So, I mean, just completely random off topic. Is this one of the first ever Formula One seasons where the current reigning champion retired? Sort of thing. I don't... I'm pretty sure it's not the first one. No, because um, it's not the first one, because the first one was, like, Hunt, wasn't it? Hunt? James Hunt. He retired. Did he retire straight after? Yeah, he won... Um, He won the one world championship. He beat Nicky Lotto for that, and um, he retired after that, and he did a ton of, like, partying and stuff like that. But he To be retired. fair, I think he was very lucky to win. Yeah. Because Lauda was, like, well, almost killed. And then he was back in the car, like, a week or two later. And he basically said that he couldn't see nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I think if it wasn't for that, I think he wouldn't have won the championship. Yeah, he got got pretty lucky. Unlike unlike Lauda. Mm -hmm. Which Lauda, Lauda now is really helpful towards the team's. Also, did you see that uh, Hakkinen became part of McLaren? He he's working. With the he team was now. he was quite good as well. I liked him. He's he's working with their team now again. Yeah, like officially working with them. I I saw something about it. I don't know what exactly he does, but I just saw that he was back with McLaren. I thought they meant as a driver. <laughs> and it's like what? Move over, younglings. Have you heard the the news that Susie Wolf oh. has got a driving ban? Oh, shout out to the motorcycle. Oh, that motorcycle is amazing. Is it there every time? Yeah. You say it's a better guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so basically she was trying to get a driving ban for speeding overturned. She... She tried to get it? Oh, she was trying to get overturned, yeah. Yeah. 
I, that was, this is like her fourth one though, so it's not like the first time. And she says that her reason was for get, trying to get it overturned was it's hugely embarrassing, <laughs> and it would affect her charity work. It will affect her <laughs> charity work. What yeah. a reason. Yeah, so she's already got nine points on her license for two previous speeding offences where she was banned for six months in November. <laughs> wow. I I read something about how... I read it whenever she first got it banned, and it was just like, why, how, how do you manage this? You're a racing driver. Which I, I guess it's understandable. Because, like, you're always wanting to go fast in a car. Well, she was yeah. she was doing like thirty five in a thirty mile hour zone. That's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I guess still. it's like residential area, maybe. Yeah, that's what it'll be. Yeah, because that's where they sort of like you're you're more likely to hit a person there. Yeah, but like I thought it was on like the main road. It's like that's not why we do that here. But like I like back alleys and stuff like that. I can imagine them enforcing it harder yeah i just think it was quite funny that she's still like an ambassador for mercedes and has a charity work for girl like races and that she's she's she's, (laughs) isn't she a racer for um she's like the the reserve driver for she she was but she's retired now she's retired now yeah she's 34 (laughs) Did, did she join uh toto no well that's his. That's you know the married out there. Yeah. So basically, I think say what you want to say about me. Well, you've my thoughts. I think she was only the reserve driver for Williams, and Williams got the engine. You know, got a Mercedes engine mm-hmm. for the car. So I think it, that was part of the deal where he sort of said, "Oh, we'll give you an engine if you let her be the reserve driver." <laughs> <laughs> he just made it straight. Yeah. Here, we'll give you a good engine if you let my my wife here be your driver. And they're just like, they had no choice. Yeah, but I might be wrong. She might be I've a never great heard, driver, but I don't know. I've never heard that, that uh, theory, but I can very much see it happening. So... Hmm. And I was gonna say something. Oh, Claire and Claire Williams and uh, Susie Wolf look a lot alike, to be honest. <laughs> like, have you seen it? I got them mixed up once, while well, during an interview, because it was the team, the head, the heads of the teams, and I was like, Susie's not a head of a team. And then I, I remembered Claire. I was just like, whoops. Oh yeah, I just wanted to ask you. Because I've heard some Americans, some of the pronunciations of some of the drivers' names. Um, so, Lewis Hamilton, what's his teammate called? Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, that's how they said it as well. How do you say it? I say Bottas. Bottas? Yeah, because you guys... It's just, you it's, guys... Just, it's just bot with ass. It's Bottas. Well, no, because it's B-O-T-T-A-S. Bottas. Yeah. Not Bottas. But, but Americans can't say that. You've got a more <laughs> you've got a more rounded style of speaking than we do. Like, we can actually say ours. Ah. Uh... Well, it's the same as, like, 
when you guys try to say Birmingham. Birmingham? Yeah, that's how we sort of say Birmingham. But you sort of say Birmingham, and you actually put a proper emphasis on the ham. It's just, I don't, I don't do it because it's really, it's like too sharp for me. Like, Birmingham is just easier to say. I say Melbourne, too. Hmm. But yeah, so I, I just thought it was quite, thought I'd ask you, because I used to listen to a phone podcast a couple of years ago, and the presenters all the time would say Botas. Yeah. It's like, no, it's Botas. <laughs> Fell through Botas. <laughs> but like, even on, like, as he's doing like, interviews and that, they all say Botas. So I don't know why they keep saying Botas. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm just used to saying it, I guess. I hear it a lot. I hear bot, Botas a lot. I can't say that. <laughs> botas. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. Which, there's a lot of things that Brits say that we laugh at, I guess. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird. It's the same language, but we say things differently. I know that, um... My friend, uh, she lived in Manchester, and I I got her to say call and cool, and they sounded exactly the same. <laughs> it, it was, it, she, she didn't take that too well. She's like, I'm not saying cool, I'm saying cool. <laughs> but anyways, back to, back to what the topic is. Which I guess we didn't really have a topic. Which we can move on to the actual testing portion. Which, <laughs> in my opinion, it was really surprising. With a Williams being on top one day. Renault being a solid fifth place throughout testing. And then... what? Uh, what's his name? Raikkonen setting a fastest time ever there. Or it's the fastest time in five years in Barcelona. Which I'm. Yeah, he said that he was doing a, a qualifying simulation run on super soft tires. Which that's not even like the best you can do. This you, there's the ultra soft tires too, and the best Mercedes lap was zero point six seven six seconds slower. To be fair, though, Mercedes in testing isn't Mercedes. It's just. They're running their tests, but not going full speed. Because they're they always do this, like every year they they've done it, which is like they make it seem like they're slow, and then they bring it to the table first race. So you can't really trust Mercedes on that. I tell you what, I'm just looking at. The actual, the overall fastest lap time set over the last two weeks of testing. Lewis Hamilton's not even in the top ten. He's not even in the top ten? No, it's got Raikkonen for Ferrari, then it's got Valtteri Bottas. It's got Felipe Massa, which I forgot he was back in it. Max Verstappen, Carlos Sainz, Nico Hulkenberg, Sergio Perez, Kevin Magnussen... Stoffel van Dorn and Marcus Ericsson in 10th. <laughs> Marcus Ericsson in 10th. Which, I don't know, I'm just... I'm excited to see what's going to happen, because you know, you know Mercedes is sandbagging. But there's also been talk of Red Bull sand... Or not Red Bull, uh, Ferrari sandbagging. 
which if Ferrari's sandbagging is set the fastest time while doing that, then everybody else is in for a treat. And I mean, on this website, it basically says that if you get everyone's of, do you know, like the sector times? Mm-hmm. If you get every single driver's best sector time to make a lap and then correct it for as if they're on the soft tyre so you increase the speed slightly, mm-hmm. the Ferrari on average would have done a 1 minute 19 dead and the Mercedes <laughs> was 1 minute 19.8 and then the Red Bull was 1 minute 19.8. I'm... So... I don't know, we'll find out. Because, as I was saying, Mercedes can't be trusted in testing. Like, they're always going to sandbag. They've done it every year. And everybody's like, oh, Mercedes is going so slow. And then they win championships three years in a row. Four, what was it, three? It was three in a row, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. They haven't been beaten in Melbourne for three years. And it was Raikkonen that beat them for Lotus. So, rip. Yeah, so, going by these, the overall top ten of the cars, it looks like it's Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull, Williams, Toro Rosso, Renault, Force India, Haas, Sauber, and McLaren in tenth. <laughs> McLaren's not even going to show up. <laughs> Their their car is gonna break down on the way to the race, and you you know it to be true. You know it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna like they're gonna not even make it out of the, the garage. That's yeah. my that's my prediction, which isn't the race this weekend. I believe the race is the twenty the weekends like the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. So that's this weekend. Yes. Yay! I'm excited. I'm, I've, I've got my generic box recorder set to record the the actual practice and the yeah. So it says the race is the twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. Guess who's not staying? Who's not getting any sleep those three days? <laughs> it's. I mean, what time is that on in the US? Because in, in the UK, I believe it's the race starts at about 6 a.m. In Melbourne, it's... I think it's the same as Sydney time, because it's just slightly so above I, it. I guess for so you... 14 hours. It'd be like 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. It might be 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, something like that. Yeah, which I'll be up at that time anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be up to like 3 in the morning watching Formula 1. I tell you, I, it's probably easier... To watch them at 1am than 6am. Yeah, because then you're, like, getting up. You have to go to sleep and try and get up, whereas if you're staying up, it's not too bad. And if you're watching the first practice, then it's a Thursday, so you have to get up that early on a Thursday. Which I... They don't even air the first one normally, so it doesn't matter anyway. On Sky, they've got exclusive rights to all the live practice and all the... Everything, it's amazing. I always try to find a stream of um, Sky Sports F1. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's my favorite channel, like ever. Yeah, because they've got that. Um, what was it? It's like the Ted's Journal or something like that. Yeah, the Ted's Notebook. Yeah, that's it. I, I watched that as well. 
The one, my favorite one was the one in Japan. <coughs> he was like, he was like admiring the scenery more than he was doing anything else. He's like, look at this tree, it's beautiful. And it's like, it's got such beautiful leaves on it. Look at the water down here, it's so nice. And like, drivers are walking past him, and he's just like, these trees. <laughs> and he, he peeked into paddocks occasionally. Hmm. But apart from that, he didn't really do much that time in <laughs> nature documentaries with Ted. But we're, um, I'm expecting a good race Saturday or Sunday. Right then, so I'm going to mention this now. And since it's your podcast, you are going to keep track of of this. I think before each race, we either live on the podcast right now, or if we're not able to record in time for the race, we will email each other and you make a note of our predictions. We're going to... So what I think we should do is the top three and the fastest lap. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark it down, and we we should have a point system. Yeah, I think that you get a point cool. for every everything you get right. So I feel I feel Valtteri is gonna be first, but it's gonna be I feel it's gonna be Valtteri, Raikkonen, and then Hamilton, because Valtteri has been really quick. But I feel Raikkonen is going to have the fastest lap. That's my prediction for Sat- Sunday. Right. I gotta and who do you think will get the fastest lap? Raikkonen. So my top three. Hold on, I'm going to write mine down real quick. Stoffel van Dorm, Fernando Alonso. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, whoa, you have some pretty high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen is the oldest driver in this Formula 1 season there we go there's my three and my fastest time so who do you think's going to get it I think <laughs> it's 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 good that I have to think, because normally yeah. it's the Mercedes it's like, straight out. Yeah, it's normally like Mercedes, Mercedes, and then maybe someone else. I mean, there's no maybe about it unless every other team gets yeah. taken out. But still, it's it's pretty much a no brainer. Can you remember but... the race back in? I'm gonna get the dates wrong, but 2005. It was in America with the banked corner. And there was Pirelli and Michelin tyres. And <laughs> the ones on Michelin were not allowed to race. And there was only, like, Ferrari and, like, Sauber or something that were on the other tyres. So basically, <laughs> the first lap, everyone else peeled off into the pits and retired. And it was only, like, four cars on the track. I remember there was a... There was a race somewhere. I forgot what where what track it was, but like twenty cars out of twenty four crashed out, mm. and it was just a mess. Obviously, it had a red flag, but they they kept going 
like with the race after everybody was out. But but what's your wonderful prediction? Yes, my predictions are. It's very hard to tell with the very first race, but I will go Sebastian Vettel to win. Okay. Lewis Hamilton second with Valtteri Bottas third. And I believe the fastest lap will be Hamilton. I accidentally wrote BLT. <laughs> I'm just putting the initials like they have on the TV. Yeah. Because I'm too lazy to write the full name. That's fine. And you said so Hamilton. That is my predictions. Uh, uh, Hamilton. Okay. Which none of us are. None of us line up. Should we get? What, how should the point system work? If we get someone on podium that we said was going to be on podium, should we get like a point? I think if we get one of two. them bang on, we get five points. And if we get some, if I say like Hamilton second, but he comes third or wins, because I've I've said he's within my three, we should get one point. So five point for dead on each. We should have three points for dead on because if you get all three dead on, then you're just like the well, winner of the whole season. Yeah, but the thing is, you might get all three dead on next time. Oh, that's like a really risky rule to have. <laughs> <laughs> Dead on. I'm writing the rules down so I don't forget. Or if you want, we can do three for a dead on and one point for, you know, within the thing. I mean, that that makes it a little bit closer. And it makes it less of a landslide if you do it, like, twice in a row. Hey, I'm up for it. If you, get, if you get three in a row, that's already 15 <laughs> points. And if you get two races in a row, right, then that's, that's 30 points already. There's no real catching up from that. Uh, there is. There's, like, 20 races in there. True, but still, it's going to be yeah. hard to catch up. Because like, I might get the first two dead on and then get none the rest of the year. True. So you want to play with five or you want to play with three? It's 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 your your podcast. You can... We can do three and one. I guess that'd be better. I'm going to put one point close. And then fastest lap. There's no extra rules about it. There's, there's literally yeah, two you, rules. you just get three points. If you get the fastest lap. The, the accidental weekly competition. <laughs> Which, this is going to be... This is going to add even more excitement to it. We're, like, betting now. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, it's... You can't really know what's going to happen until... I would say at least three, four races in when you can get a gauge of how the teams are. Yeah. The, the first race is just random. What happens if you win? We we got to have a... We got to have a wonderful... Sort of punishment for the. I tell you what, if you want, whoever wins, I will pay for a trophy to be made up. <laughs> You're gonna get a trophy. Yes. <laughs> oh, then, then if I win, then you'll have to pay for shipping. Well, no, because I'll just pay for someone in America to do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be. It's gonna say like winner of the the season, and hopefully we can get this to go on for multiple seasons, and then yeah. we'll have like we'll have our own trophy rack. I mean, I remember watching Formula One. Oh God, I must have been watching Formula One since 
I mean, like, I'm nearly 36 now. And I remember the 94, you know, sort of era with the massive tyres, <laughs> massive like, V12s, speed and explosions and <laughs> I, mentalness. I actively started watching it 2012, and the only reason I remember was because Weber was my favourite driver and then he retired next year. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And then I went from uh, Hamilton after that. And it was the era when Vettel was doing well. Hmm. I used <laughs> to love Michael Schumacher when everyone else hated him. I I, had, I read this wonderful thing earlier. It was uh, Christian Horner. That's his name, right? Christian Horner, yeah. the Red Bull boss? Team principal of Red Bull, yeah. He was saying Mercedes winning all... Mercedes winning a couple years in a row is just unfair. And someone put... Nobody, he wasn't complaining whenever Sebastian was doing it in 2013, or 2011, 2012. Yeah. But I think it's the same with anyone, isn't it? Yeah, everybody's It's, un, kind of it's unfair until you start winning, and then it's like, oh, it's great. <laughs> but, I don't know. This is going to be a great season, I can tell you that much. Yeah, I'm actually quite excited for this year. I, I just... I don't care if it's only like Mercedes and Ferrari or only Mercedes and Red Bull. As long as there's two teams at the front, not just one team going off into the distance like it has been for the last few years. Yeah. But at least it's it, been... It only got exciting when they took each other off. They know the teams were racing. It, got, it's, it was exciting 2014. That was like a great rivalry battle. Because it was, like, there was the Bahrain race where they were, like, hardcore racing each other. Like, wheel-to-wheel racing the whole race. And they're matched but I, mean, like, I don't know. I don't know about in America, but over in the UK, because Hamilton is... Ameri- uh, bloody hell. Um, Hamilton is British. All the commentators and all the people who are listening to on podcasts, they were all, like... Oh, Hamilton's amazing. Rosberg's shite. He's just in a good car. <laughs> He's just in a good car. I didn't like Rosberg last couple of years, but last season... I, I think last season, I really wanted him to win. Yeah, I wanted him to win. Like, I like I go for Hamilton, like, all the time. And I would, I would always get crap for it, but... I would always go for Hamilton. But that season, I was really hoping... That he would win. And luckily he did. Because, mm. like, he hadn't won for a while. And I started actively going for him after um, after he said he was going to retire. Because then it was, like, sort of, well, now I really hope he wins. Because no one wants to suffer a defeat. i tell you what we should also try and do. What's that? We should... Do you have a Formula 1 game? Mm-hmm. I've got Formula One twenty sixteen. You remember I said that was my like number one game. Yeah. And but you saw, you've got it on the Xbox One, haven't you? Uh huh. And I've got it on the PS four. Uh-huh. What I was thinking of doing is to go on with this podcast. If we, because on the Xbox One you can like do like a five minute recording, can't you? Mm-hmm. So if you start recording, do a like a qualifying lap 
and I can <laughs> I can record on on my PS4 and do a qualifying lap. We can do it like I can get the two files, do side by side video of the laps, and then we can both do commentating over the top. <laughs> We're gonna commentate our own races. <laughs> well, look, you messed up there, and I I did it smoothly. Look at that. <laughs> Watch how I go straight through this turn without messing anything up. Unlike somebody over there. But yeah, so that's <laughs> some of that I'd be interested in trying to get done as well, so we can get more video content up on the site as well. That would be a great addition. And we're just going to have like a competition there too. This this is like more of the competition podcast than anything else. Hey, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I was going to name this this uh, McL- or McLaren Troubles, but I guess this is competition. So <laughs> that's, there you go. There's the title. I, I'm so, I mean, so I don't know about you, but do you reckon that'll do? That'll do. So... Thank you for for tuning in, and be sure to give us five stars on on iTunes. I don't know if we're posted anywhere else, but I'm looking into it. I've had to email our normal podcast host because I'm having difficulties with them. I've put the this podcast up through a different host, so it will be on iTunes, um, but. In a few weeks' time or in a few days' time, I might change it back over to the other host. But we'll we'll be on iTunes, don't worry about it. Just search the Pit Crew podcast. And this is is an independent thing from... I say independent, but it's still sort of part of the 1UP Gaming podcast. But you guys should go check out that too and rate it five stars. And as uh, David said last podcast... Lick people's phones. <laughs> <laughs> Lick people's phones to give us five stars. So then we can, for both podcasts, so then we can become better rated and better found. And then we can just make better content, I guess. Because then we'll have more people. I mean, I, I, it doesn't really matter how many people we have. But we love every single one of y'all. And we'll be... Greatly happy if our family grows. So, thank you for thank you for watching. Be sure to check us out on iTunes and rate watching. us five stars. Watching, re- watching with your ears. You know what I meant. <laughs> if you're watching us, then you then where are you? Come out. You you damn goofed up. <laughs> thank you for listening. Just for tuning in. I should say, thank you for tuning into this wonderful podcast. Thank you for we'll subscribing be- and downloading. <laughs> Please make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed. <laughs> Even but, if you don't, please just subscribe and like it. Yeah, subscribe and like it anyways. It makes us feel good. Yeah. But we'll so be if back. You've, I tell you, if you've got any questions to us or you, you want anything that we want to be done, email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. We should make a, a Twitter for this podcast. I will just run it off through the one-up gaming. I've got more followers that way. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, just contact us at what was it? Contact at one-up gaming. That yeah. Co.uk. Yeah. That 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 email. Yeah. You can you can rewind it if you need to. But be sure to tune in next week for the wonderful results to our our 
predictions and the to see who got the fastest qualifying time, which you can go on YouTube, which David does the YouTube channel. David's gone. Rip David. Up, oh, David, you're back. Oh, hi. Hi, you disappeared for a second. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll see you after the race. Oh, what about the YouTube channel? Where can they find Just our search wonderful... one up gaming. <laughs> Just search one up gaming. There you go. We're professionals. I believe, here. I believe it's. What, what do you want? YouTube? Yeah. Because I, I believe it's youtube.com slash OUG. And instead of it being like OUG official, it's OUG official. Missing the L. Because <laughs> that was already taken, so I just took the L off. But that's where you can find our wonderful call, our commentary. Whenever it comes out, it's not out, obviously, because the race hasn't started. Which yeah. we can do it before the race if you want. I don't know when exactly it's going to happen. Mm. But it could be our prediction. Well, I like to say, come back, subscribe to us. We'll be back after the race to talk about it. Hopefully I win so I can get yeah. that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so thank but. you, Joey. Thank you, David. And thank you to our wonderful listeners. Yeah, you... all two of you. <laughs> all two of you. Were you talking crap about my podcast now? Is that it? <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> but but be sure to check in next week for the wonderful results. And for more talking about the race. We're going to discuss the race, obviously. Since that's the that's an important di- Yeah, that's the big thing, isn't it? I'm having a stroke. Hold on. That's okay. <laughs> I apologize. But anyways, thank you for wa- for tuning in. I didn't say watching. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs> Love you a long time. <laughs> that might be a bit racist. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, Maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.